The UN says 450,000 people have been displaced in Eastern Democratic Republic of Congo in the last six weeks. Harvard Medical School finds a link between ultra-processed foods and depression. It found a nearly 50% increase in the risk of depression for those who consumed nine portions or more of ultra-processed foods a day. Called Not Mac and Cheese, and it was developed with Chicago startup Not Co. Kraft is offering two versions, original and white cheddar. Let me just glaze that ass right quick. Researchers also observed that foods and drinks containing artificial sweeteners could increase the incidence of depression. This is a platter of sticks and stones. The food we eat affects us in many ways. Eating a lot of highly processed foods has been shown to increase the risk of cancer, stroke, and heart disease. But what about mental health? The, you know, the, the, the light is reflecting off of the bare plate. Okay, well, let's just forget about this yeah, but it's for a blinding second. me. I can't even get the plate for the... Okay, I gotta fill this plate. I'm gonna... Processed foods involve adding artificial flavorings, preservatives, sweetening. They sometimes involve modification to the food itself, stripping it of some of its nutrient components. The other thing is that the chemicals involved in ultra-processing of foods also may be unhelpful. Cricket cream cheese, it could be a thing. Hiuna, hiuna. For example, ultra-processed foods may increase inflammation in the body, they may cause metabolic changes in the body that are the same things that we suspect are related to risk of depression, but additional studies to probe those mechanisms can also be done. The elite at the top eat their wagyu beef and lobster and watch all the peasants at the bottom eat, eat insects and rats because it will save the planet apparently. How in the world did that old fella eat all that crazy stuff and not get sick to his stomach? We want to do one minute of eating. One solid minute of eating. Okay, it's a polite, sweet, solid minute of eating. No Jerry Lewis okay. or the, the Will Smith playing with the food, nothing, okay? These women have been followed for nearly 50 years, and so we know a lot about a whole range of factors, and that's critical for doing careful analyses. For example, ultra-processed foods may increase inflammation in the body, they may cause metabolic changes in the body that are the same things that we suspect are related to risk of depression, but additional studies to probe those mechanisms can also be done. Oh, God, it's so good. Mm, so good. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. Welcome to I'm Sick of This Place. I'm your host, Chad Becker, and I just got back from seeing Godzilla Minus One plus Beyonce. And by that, I mean Beyonce's concert film played for 20 to 30 minutes before Godzilla. There was a malfunction or I don't know what, maybe the projectionist, is, is that a thing? Is a projectionist a thing anymore? Isn't everything digital so you're not dealing with film? And I think that's, is, uh, um, what's his name? The director of Christopher Nolan. Is he the only person that shoots on film? I thought he... I thought he still chose to shoot on film because it gives it that actual good, authentic, old school look. Anyways, so the movie opens up with a warning for seizures and epilepsy. And we're like, okay, hell yeah, that makes sense. And then, boom, IMAX, 20 foot tall, however long the big the screen is, Beyonce appears on the screen and people fucking lose it. 
some people couldn't even last a minute. They fucking storm out. And I'm just having a good time. I'm on a I'm, I'm on a micro dose, so everything's a little bit more ma- magical. I'm cool with chilling. I'm happy. Back in my day, you used to have to sneak into another movie to see another movie. Now they are just fucking up and letting you watch. Beyond. I'm not even a big fan. But uh, when they did turn it off, it was starting to get a song that I liked the fucking bass and the groove of it. So that kind of irritated me. Um, but yeah, so it opens with Beyonce. People are fucking pissed off. This is... If it wasn't... Like, if this was maybe like Fast and the Furious... Or something along those lines. I could see somebody shooting up the... Like, that's how mad they were. But you're dealing with Godzilla white fat dorks with fucked up haircuts, okay? They're pussies. I'm surprised... Well, I'm not. I'm not surprised somebody fucking uh, went and got a hold of somebody to change it. I What I am surprised is that... More people didn't leave. I would I would only say, I'd say maybe a quarter of the people left. And I mean, uh, I wouldn't even think the, the screen was a quarter or the seats were maybe 25% filled. So I don't even know. So I would probably say maybe, maybe 15 to 20 people left. And then about half of them came back because about 15 minutes into Beyonce, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to take this opportunity to pee. So I walk out and there are like eight, eight people, I'll say white guys, obviously ranging from balding, um, the horseshoe wrap. The horseshoe wrap with like bad comb. Everyone has terrible hair. Terrible hair. They just got out of bed. You know, they're not used to being out in public. I, I'm walking out and I hear, you know, I try to go. I, I've spent my whole in life avoiding Beyonce and Taylor Swift and they're going to play Beyonce. Like. The the idea that you can't sit in a theater for 20 to 30 minutes because of Beyonce is irrational to me because it is, to me, I see, to me, I don't find myself to be, um, I don't know. My brain always tries to think of funny, fun scenarios. So when a funny, fun scenario like that happens, I'm like, this this is this is fun. This I'm having a good time seeing people getting pissed off, storming out, being like, "What the fuck?" And I'm also looking around to see any brothers, and by brothers I do mean black people. And I couldn't see one. I couldn't find anyone of any color besides white. And in front of us was like two elderly couple and uh, they, I don't, I don't think they were really vibing with it, but they were just, I think they were just enjoying the show to begin with anyways. They're, 
I mean, my sister and I were just giggling, having a good time, like, you know, elbowing her, like, oh, my God, four over there. They're leaving. Oh, my God, over there. There's some hanging out by the guardrail. It was... I enjoyed that more than I enjoyed the movie. And Godzilla Minus One was incredible. Is it my favorite Godzilla movie? I don't know. I will say it is the best movie as far as like you could take out the Godzilla aspect and just so the human story alone would be a good movie. Now you add Godzilla to it and now it, it's fucking, I guess, as far as story goes, design. I, I guess it's the best Godzilla movie. But I do like suits. I do like the stupid fighting. But that's me. Uh, so technically, I will say it is the best Godzilla movie. But it is not my favorite. Um, I honestly don't know what my favorite would be. I kind of like Godzilla versus Destroya. I kind of like that. What is it? Hasey era? Era? Which is like 80s, 90s. Um, but yeah, I never knew Beyonce could strike such fear, anger, hate. I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm watching it for the culture. Apparently, all these other white dorks. I'm curious to know what music they enjoy. Because, once again, I'm no fan of Beyonce. In fact, I'm more fan of Kelly Rowland because in Freddie versus Jason, she called uh, Freddy Krueger a faggot. The F word. And uh, so that's fun. And then there's the third one from Destiny's Child. Um, it's always bothered me that when you go to talk about eating the rich and all that, it's never Beyonce, Taylor Swift, Rihanna, Eminem. It's, it's never Dr. Dre. It's never Garth Brooks. It's never celebrities. It's not The Rock. It's not Tom Cruise. When you want to talk about like rich people, it's always Elon Musk. Sometimes Jeff Bezos. Very rarely Bill Gates. And typically never Warren Buffett. Why? I don't know, but I wish them well, and I wouldn't be surprised if all those Swifties and Beehives and Umbrellas or whatever the fuck Rihanna Riri fans are called, are they called Riri's? Almost like a retard. <laughs> Imagine? God, I hope they're called Riri's because that would just be hilarious to me. Uh, where was I? Oh, yes. I hope all their fans pray for them every night because Lord only knows they could use 
all the help of God's graces. Never mind the homeless. Never mind the guy on the street that is bleeding out of his eyes. Never mind the woman that has to door dash after her work and she steals fries to feed to her child that's in the back, not in a booster seat because she can't afford it. But I hope they pray to God for all. I hope they pray for The Rock to use more steroids because he is a brand. He deserves all the love that we can give him for being the soulless void of a company brand. Yes, I don't see The Rock as a person. I see him as a logo. He is almost like the Nike sign to me. Swish. But Godzilla Minus One was incredible. It is the first Godzilla movie since the first Godzilla movie to really make Godzilla... uh, Well, I will say Shin Godzilla gave him more of a grotesque vibe, but he was also kind of sympathetic because... In that movie, it seems like he's just a weird kind of creature that's going through its life stage. Um, And he's not really um, targeting Tokyo or Japan or wherever. Um, Whereas in the original and then Minus One, he is on his way to fucking destroy shit. And I don't want to get into uh, too many spoilers, but... The human element, probably because it was set back in the 40s after World War II, it reminded me of, you know, um, I'm going to butcher the word. It's uh, like Jindakai films where it's period pieces. Um, But those were more like, like 1800s. Japan, um, but I'm talking about like not Samurai Kurosawa, but I'm talking like kind of Ozu, um, was his name Honda? Didn't he make? Well, he wrote, <laughs> he wrote the first Godzilla. Um, who was who was the who the fuck is the guy that I'm thinking? Um. Well, if you know more about early Japanese cinema than me, uh, you might be thinking of who I'm trying to think of. It was like, kind of like Ozu in a way, but not. I'm trying to Google it now. 
Um, Carijo Yamamoto. Whatever. It reminded me of the sort of movies in the early 50s of Japan where it focused on human story, the human element, the human condition. Um, the the human element of the Godzilla story. And then I really like Godzilla's design where when you get close-ups of them, you see that it's not really scales, but it's more like spikes that are all around him, especially on his face. He had like spikes on his neck. And when he went to use his heat ray or atomic breath, how his fins sort of uh, expanded projected out of his back i really enjoyed that um what the fuck else because i'm not trying to get too into spoilers uh it was it was a nice ending um i don't know if i prefer because because the ending could have went other in any which way but i guess it kind of the the ending if you were paying attention it kind you kind of understood at least how the main character fucking spoiler alert the main character doesn't kill himself at the end because once again he's going to be a failed kamikaze pilot but that's because guess what they put an ejector seat in the fighter plane and it was kind of hinted at in the movie, and it was hinted at in the very beginning that this guy wants to live. Um, so that part didn't surprise me. Um, but yeah, that that's about it for the spoiler talk. My favorite scene was probably the, the first time you get your... I guess a squad of the doctor, the ex Navy guy, the the young kid, and our kamikaze pilot seeing Godzilla for the first time. And the kamikaze pilot, that'd be his second time seeing Godzilla. <clears throat> that was probably my favorite scene because it was just it kind of reminded me and I've never seen it. I've never seen it and I've never read it, but Moby Dick, I, I just kind of envisioned, uh, the white whale being Godzilla's gigantic creature. That's just wreaking havoc and they're throwing harpoons or shooting a gun or whatever. And, uh, it's ineffective and it's just coming at him. And I don't know if that fucking, Moby Dick played a goddamn role in the movie at all. I doubt it. Or maybe Jaws. Um, but that was the highlight of the movie for me. I mean, it is hard to say because a lot of Godzilla movies don't have him in it until halfway or the very end. And even then, it'll be like an hour and a half and he's in it for maybe 10 minutes i don't know how often he was in this movie but he was shown from beginning to end 
which is what you want. You want a little bit of monster, but not too much. So let me have let me snack a little throughout the whole entire movie. Don't just give me a sandwich at the end and be satisfied. Give me give me the damn sandwich and at the beginning I'll eat half and then I'll finish the other half in the second half of the movie. And it went by quick. It was like two hours long. And it went by quick. Now, the Beyonce part didn't, but it filled me with joy that I could see. Oh, and now, if you're sitting down and somebody's starting to walk through the aisle and they stop, wouldn't you... Because I'm trying to get to my seat, right? And maybe... Maybe I should have spoke up more because I was like, um, like I didn't say excuse me, but I said, um, you want us to go around because I don't know me guy like me. I think it's heavily implied. If somebody's coming your way, you just kind of fucking get up. But that's me. I'm coming from a place where it's like proactive, preactive, um, I don't know if hospitality is the right word uh, or common decency, but yeah. So we're just stood there for two seconds just staring at the guy. And I was like, should we go around? And he's like, oh, you're trying to go through? Like, yeah. No, I'm just going to stand here and stare at you for the fucking full length of the movie, you fucking numbskull. God. But it was a good time. I was curious to know if those guys got up and left. I, it was hard because it was, it was still dark. So you could make out people, but you couldn't make out the fine detail. And even if I could, um, I would have to eyeball them the entire time to see if they go back to those seats. Because I also really wasn't paying attention to them when I was standing and they were sitting uh, I think my brain is just like, these people are important, so just they're going to be a sort of a amoeba-esque person. I mean, there was a... That, I, I guess I could say that about a lot of those people there. They had amoeba-shaped bodies where it just kind of didn't make sense. You know? It's like, how do you have... How was all your weight like shifting to your kneecaps? How was that a thing? How are you more fat from the waist down than from the waist up? Those are the type of people that were there. Just fucking oddities that probably left a bad review because fucking... Beyonce ruined their Godzilla. But me? It's a good story. <clears throat> so enough about Godzilla and fucking Beyonce. Uh, you should... And this is very disgusting. And this is what this podcast is. Me telling you about how disgusting of an individual I am and... Probably the reason why I'm going to die alone. Um, 
never smell your flashlight. I don't even use it that much. And I do rinse it out and fucking put the soap in the, what is it, antibacterial, whatever. I bought whatever fucking, like the goddamn <clears throat> care package that come with like cornstarch and shit. But good lord. That smell. I wanted to th- I wanted to throw it on my neighbor's roof. I wanted to fucking roof it. That's how bad it stung. I, I smelled it and go, I don't know if I can ever stick my dick in this thing again. And I have one time since. <laughs> but boy, did I want to roof it. I think that's all. Like, <laughs> I think that's the best way to get rid of that shit is to like roof it or or throw it in a field because if you're throwing it in the, in the trash, okay, whatever, throw it in the trash. But I think it would be hilarious if you not, you don't even have to like do it. Like don't do it to your neighbor. Do it to an enemy of yours, of yours in roof. Don't dude. If you, can roof a flashlight that's not clean if you can like fill it up and roof it during winter or something or better yet drive around and just see if anyone has a bunch of shingles <laughs> a bunch of shingles on their roof and and just chuck it up there because you know somebody's gonna get up there there soon and if it's a roofer, they might actually take it. I wonder if any roofers have found sex toys on a roof and if they've taken them home. Not saying that they're the type of individuals that would use a used toy, but I think the right methed up roofer is going to stick his dick into anything he can, whether it's a fucking warm watermelon or somebody's used roofed flashlight. Uh, good Lord. In fact, my cousin had, this is going back years ago, and I could have swore that I don't know if it was my cousin's, uh, his dad, if it was his garage or their neighbors, but I swear, and my mom, it was my mom that pointed it out. It was, it looked like a jump rope, but the handle were dildos, but also one of the handles was gone. So I guess at the end of the day, it looked like it was a dildo attached to either a rope or like a string. So maybe subconsciously, that's where I've gotten this idea of just roofing sex toys because eight years ago, I seen one on a garage. And I said to myself, that's genius. That would be the ultimate, like, how, what, what? Like, imagine getting on your roof and finding a butt plug. Puzzled. It would be so puzzling. Did somebody 
climb up here, pull it out and put it up here? Did somebody roof it? Um, is somebody calling me an asshole? Are they saying uh, my house stinks like an asshole and it needs to be shut up or shut, shut in, shut, locked up, demolished? I don't know the right terminology. But man. And then you go back on the Fleshlight subreddit and you see people modding and tricking out. And I'm not talk- I think we've all seen like the Shrek one. I'm t- it's it, it they're like putting LED lights on it and it, it it it's it's the type of guys that didn't have pegs on their bike probably didn't even have a bike but was always riding on the pegs of somebody else's bike that's the type of guys that are modding those things i guarantee it the type of guys that think modding cars and i'm not even talking about like I'm talking about decals. I'm talking about putting a spoiler on an SUV. Dumb shit. That's what I think is going on. Those types of guys. I do enjoy being horrified, but... I have to say, that community seems to get along. I've not, I don't look really often and not for long. So in my brief encounters, there seems to be some underlining tone of camaraderie and positivity that I think the world could use a little bit more. But unfortunately, those guys are probably the same guys that storm out when they see Beyonce instead of Godzilla. And then they stand outside the lobby because they literally cannot bear to stand listening to... And it wasn't like song after song. It was like, I think I heard... One or two songs, I'll say two songs, three songs, nothing I knew in like 30 minutes because it was also like all the backstage stuff and her doing like a monologue and like them setting the stage up. So being the dork I am, I actually like that stuff. I like knowing about the production of things. I'm always um, watching like, the supplements of Criterion stuff to know how movie those movies were made and any sort of like uh, documentary on the director. That shit is my juice and jam. Now, those guys, I don't know what their juice and jam is, but it sure ain't Beyonce. And, oh, yes, so... Spoiler alert, there was a black guy and what I assume was a a Hispanic, Mexican, I don't know, 
I, I, I don't know what flavor he was, but he was definitely Central South American. I'll tell you that. And uh, I wanted to ask them what they thought of Beyonce and if they thought it was funny that all these people were leaving, but I didn't. It was not my place. But I did speak loudly so they could hear what I thought and what my opinion were of the people that were leaving and that I thought it was funny with that all these dudes with fucked up haircuts couldn't withstand Beyonce for 20 minutes. So maybe at the end of the day, they heard me and maybe I was a car on the car ride home or a text or, or the, or the walking out of the theater. They, they mentioned, they mentioned that they also thought it was funny that all these white dorks like myself I'm cool. In fact, if you ever have to say yourself is cool, you're probably not. But hey, I may not be cool, but I'm chill. I'm lamping, son. I'm fucking lamping. Uh, I won't storm. If it was Taylor Swift, I wouldn't have stormed out. In fact, I think some people would have stayed. I think some of them would have stayed. Am I calling them racist? I don't know. But me? I've gone to a black restaurant when I seen Jane Moss the other week. And by that, I mean it was a soul food uh, restaurant. And the people that were working there were black. Okay. Uh, And they were playing R&B hits. From the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. And god damn. I prefer that than going to any sort of white person restaurant. Where they're playing fucking top 20 rock hits. Bullshit. Give me some sweet R&B. And I'm set. In fact, at the Shane Moss concert. It was, or not concert. The, the, um show it was cool i complained about the are you garbage line everyone that i bumped in and by everyone i mean like four fucking people the people that i got there first and then you know some other people showed up and we started talking i will tell you what lovely people incredible people the type of people that talk about their favorite cereal that's what i'm about i like that I like talking about cereal. I don't fucking like to hear people talk about... Oh, I can't even remember it. Thank God. But I uh, but uh, sat front row at Shane Moss. Got some free blotter paper. Shout out. Uh, was it My Purple Lady? Check it out. I don't know if they have products available. They said they were launching December 1st. I'm recording this December 3rd. Um, They are going to be making, um, I guess I would say, uh, like plant herbal, not supplements, but there are still legal ways to get high. 
<clears throat> and he had some products. I didn't buy them because they seemed expensive to me. I Because he mentioned nutmeg, and I know from my cousin that was in prison, not jail, big difference, spent like eight years in prison, um, that you can get fucked up on nutmeg. I knew that it sounded like an even worse version of the cinnamon challenge because I like cinnamon more than I like nutmeg, and I ain't trying to spoon. If you told me I could get a spoonful of cinnamon and I'd get fucked up, maybe so. But nutmeg, I don't think so. And then another thing was Blue Lotus. And I was doing Blue Lotus years ago. I was soaking Blue Lotus in wine for two months like the Egyptians did years ago. I never smoked it, but I made some teas. And I tried to make some tinctures. I don't know, man. I fucking hate. I cannot make a tincture for my life. I've used... um, Maybe because I'm not using a, the best sort of like alcohol, but I'm using high grain. I used high grain alcohol. I used Everclear. Uh, what is it? the highest proof there is? I can't think of it. And then I also tried like water, double boiling, whatever the fuck you do. Um, and it never worked for me. But. My experience with Blue Lotus, and I've only made it at a tea, and I just like would boil the fuck out of it, and then I'd just use like a coffee filter to strain it. Uh, Like, I, I don't know. I've never had sleepy time tea, but I'm sure sleepy time tea doesn't really do much. But I would say whatever sleepy time tea does, double it and you get Blue Lotus, like. It definitely had. It definitely has somewhat of a calming effect. I mean, it, it it's flowers, so when you make the tea, it tastes like fucking nasty flowers. Uh, so what I like to do is I like to throw a little xylitol in there. That's a sweetener that your uh, like bacteria in your teeth cannot eat. They eat it and they starve. It's not good for them. So I like xylitol because it is good for your teeth. I'm about to head on out of here. I don't think people can fucking hear my dumbass voice for more than 40 fucking minutes without trying to blow their brains out. So I'll leave you with this. I'm sick of this fucking place.